time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hello and welcome to Mining Stock Daily. Standing in for Trevor Hall, I'm Paul Harris. Today is Monday, July the 31st. Friday, gold shot up $54 to $1,999 per ounce, where it was halted and settled into the close. Silver was more produced, subdued, rising 13 cents to close out the week at $24.50 per ounce. The Mining Stock Journal said they can't find any specific trigger catalyst to send gold up over 50 bucks, beyond the fact that all of the markets, except the Treasury bond market, seems to have been held happy gas thinking that the Fed is done hiking interest rates. The newsletter said that the weekly commitment of traders' report showed that, through Tuesday, the banks became less net short paper gold and silver and the hedge funds concomitantly repositioned to be less long. That said, the newsletter noted that the real action in comics paper gold and silver occurred after the Tuesday cutoff date for the COT report and this Friday's report should be more interesting. The mining stocks, after grinding higher for most of last week, were hammered hard on Thursday but closed up 1.2% from Thursday's brutality. The Mining Stock Journal commented that the mining stocks are likely the most undervalued stock sector on the New York Stock Exchange. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Fireweed Metals. Fireweed Metals is advancing three different projects within the Yukon and Northwest Territories, including the flagship Macmillan Pass project, large zinc lead silver deposit, and the MacTum project, one of the largest and highest grade tungsten deposits in the world. Fireweed plans to advance these projects through exploration, resource definition, metallurgy, engineering, economic studies, and collaboration with indigenous people on the path to production. For more information, please visit fireweedmetals.com. And here is what you need to know this morning. Magna Mining completed a preliminary economic assessment on its Green Hill Nickel project in Sudbury, Ontario. The base case envisions a combination open pit and underground operation with ore sold to a third party existing mill in Sudbury. Initial underground mining would be accessed from a new ramp developed from surface prior to rehabilitation of the existing shaft accessed and hoist from the lower elevations. An alternative milling scenario includes a future mill at its Shakespeare project. The base case would produce 20.1 million tonnes of ore over 15 years, including nickel, copper, cobalt, platinum, palladium and gold. The base case generates an after tax MPV of 230.4 million US dollars at an 8% discount rate with an IRR of 23.4%. The alternative processing case would process 28.2 million tonnes over 19 years and generate an after tax MPV of $516.1 million with an IRR of 38.4% based on metal prices of $9.50 nickel, $3.50 copper, $22 cobalt, $1,000 per ounce platinum, $1,800 per ounce palladium, and $1,700 per ounce gold. Magna Mining trades on the TSXV under NICU and on the OTCQB under MGMNF. Glencore International agreed with Pan American Silver to acquire the 56.25% stake in the Mara project in Catamarca, Argentina for $475 million in cash and a net smelt return royalty of 0.75% on copper. Glencore previously acquired Newmont's 18.75% stake in October 2022, bringing its shareholding to 43.75%. Pan American acquired its stake as part of the acquisition of Yamana Gold in March. 
Mara hosts proven and probable mineral reserves of 1.1 billion tonnes, containing 5.4 million tonnes of copper and 7.4 million ounces of gold, and has an estimated 27-year mine life. It is expected to produce more than 200,000 tonnes per year of copper during its first full 10 years of production, in addition to byproducts. Glencore trades on the LSE under GLEN, while Pan American Silver trades on the New York Stock Exchange and Toronto Stock Exchange under PAAS. Patriot Battery Metals announced the maiden resource estimate for its CV5 spodumene pegmatite and its core VET property in the James Bay region of Quebec, establishing it as the largest lithium pegmatite mineral resource in the Americas and eighth largest globally, with a resource of 109.2 million tonnes, grading 1.42% Li2O and 160 parts per million tantalum in an inferred resource at a cover grade of 0.4% Li2O for a total of 3.8 million tonnes contained lithium carbonate equivalent. CV5 is a single continuous principal spodumene pegmatite body ranging in true thickness from 8 metres to upwards of 130 metres extending over a strike length of 3.7 kilometres and flanked by multiple subordinate lenses resource on CV13 is planned for 2024. Patriot Battery Metals trades on the TSXV under PMET and on the OTCQX under PMETF. Excelsior Mining entered into an option agreement with Rio Tinto's Neutron to further evaluate the use of Neutron copper heat bleaching technologies at its Johnson Camp Mine in Arizona. Excelsior remains the operator and Newton funds Excelsior's costs associated with a two-stage work program at Johnson Camp. Newton will provide $3 million prepayment to Excelsior for Stage 1 costs and a payment of $2 million US for an exclusive option to form a joint venture with Excelsior over the Johnson Camp Mine after the completion of Stage 2. Newton has a portfolio of advanced copper heat bleaching technologies targeted at primary sulphide minerals. The Stage 1 work program is expected to commence in August and takes 6 to 9 months to complete. Based on the results, Newton has the option to proceed to Stage 2, which is anticipated to take up to five years and result in full-scale commercial production at Johnson Camp. After the completion of Stage 2, Newton will have the right to form a joint venture on Johnson Camp, whereby Newton will hold an initial 49%. Excelsior Mining trades on the TSX under MIN and on the OTCQB under EXMGF. Provenance Gold reported an intercept of 114 metres grading 3.1 grams per tonne gold, including 16.8 metres, grading 13 grams per tonne in hole 7 at El Dorado in Oregon. The company said the newly found high-grade mineralization is in and below the historically projected gold volume and suggests future drilling could substantially increase the gold volume. Provenance Gold trades on the CSE under PAU and on the OTCQB under PVGDF. That's it for today. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends at the Junior Mining Network. Have a great day, everyone.